Now, you're in the WOR Sports Zone with Pete McCarthy. Last year, Jets legend Mark Gastineau came on the show and shared his frightening diagnosis of Alzheimer's, dementia, and Parkinson's disease stemming from a 10-year NFL career. Since then, he's been part of many retired NFL players suffering from brain injury, waiting for their part of the NFL concussion settlement. And it's been a long wait. Mark, his wife Joanne, and his lawyer Jason Lukasevic joined me in studio on Tuesday to tell their story. I started by asking Mark just how he was doing. Good, good. I've got somebody on my left that is a wonderful person. He uh, he knows what he's doing, and uh, I've got somebody on my right that I wouldn't know what I would uh, do if I didn't have her. And then I've got somebody in front of me that knows baseball better than anybody <laughs> I know. Yeah, a little bit. Um, as we talk with Mark Gastineau right now, uh, you wanted to come in and discuss the concussion settlement as it's going through the NFL. And, of course, the retired players, the NFL, agreed on a settlement. This is about a year and a half ago now for a billion dollars could go north of that. Uh, the payments have been going out fairly slowly uh, for players that have you know suffered traumatic brain injuries and, and you informed us last year that you're suffering from dementia as well as Alzheimer's and Parkinson's disease. What, what has your experience been trying to you know, get what is yours as far as this settlement is concerned? You know, Pete, I used to get hit so hard. I used to hit so hard. Those helmets, I used to break helmets. Pete, I, I honestly... I promise you. Yeah, in games, in practice, right? Practice. Day in, day out. And I used to walk to the other sidelines. Pete, you cannot tell me that that doesn't have an effect, a cumulative effect, you know, on a person. Yeah. Well, we've seen that uh, with so many of the CTE studies that that have been done recently. 110 out of 111 Mm -hmm. NFL brains that were studied uh, had evidence of CTE. And have you been told that, you know, it was your NFL playing career that caused the the, the brain issues that you now have? And and Jason Luxusevic is going to explain that. Okay. You know, as far as uh, my doctor. I know that when you're 61 years old and you have those little, I call them little league helmets, and my helmet wasn't the same. It's like taking a, a one of those stick bats, you know, and trying to play Major League Baseball now and, and hit a home run with it. Those helmets were not the same. Mike Webster was a very good friend of mine. Mm-hmm. Now, Mike Webster, he used to hit every single time he'd come off that ball. And let me tell you something, on the center, he is the center. And when he came off that ball, you know you're, getting, you're, you're in trouble. Yeah. But you know what? Klecko and I, people knew, quarterbacks knew, we came off that ball, somebody was going to get hit and hurt. And you know what? We got hurt, too. It's not only one person when mass meets mass. You know, we're talking about major, major, major damage. Sure, and it's not just, you know, when a player is down that he's hurt. This is the cumulative effect of 
play by play by play. It's, it's cumulative. You could walk off the field, field fine, and then years later, these are the Amen. issues that have popped up. Accumulative is is such a key word here because it's time after time after time after time after time. You come in in 19, I came in in 1979, okay? I went down to the Senior Bowl. It was a it was a good thing because I got to go against all of the major colleges in East Central Oklahoma nobody had ever heard of. So anyway, um, you know, Greg Roberts, I hit him, you know, when we clashed. That helmet shattered into, into I don't know, 20, 30 pieces, okay? Wow. And everybody took that helmet, and they was laugh- They were laughing because they said, you know, it's a little league helmet. It's just a, you know, it's just a small little league. And so, you know, we thought it was funny. And when I would bust helmets in the NFL, it was funny. Yeah. You had no reason to think otherwise at the time, correct? Oh, my goodness. And, and, you know, I, Pete, I don't blame the NFL because of the fact that I blame, you know, I'm not happy with the NFL now. Mm -hmm. You know, the NFL, um, you know, I'm friends, you know, with uh, Roger Goodell. He, uh, I saw him a year and a half ago, a year and a half ago. My wife's over here to my right. I have to get verify. <laughs> so anyway, I saw him and he, he said, Mark, he said, do, do you remember me being your ball boy? And I said, yeah, 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 yeah. I said, yeah. And, I, and he goes, do you know, Mark, you treated me. So good. You've treated me better than anybody. He goes, if you need any, if you need anything done. Now, this is Roger Goodell. Now, I know that there's a lot of people that give him a hard time, but my experience with Roger Goodell, now, this is a true fact, was a good experience because he was my ball boy. He goes, uh, you know, he, he said, listen, Mark. He said, you really treated me well. And so he said, if you need anything, if you need anything. So now I think to myself, all these players are out there. They get these tests run. And I don't have a fly-by-night doctor. And I don't have a fly-by-night, you know, uh, lawyer. You know, they they know what they're doing. And in fact, uh, Jason Lekosevic I say it because, you know, I'm so happy that I can say it now because I I used to couldn't say his last name. (laughs) But anyway, I'm happy to know that he knows what he's doing. But you see, when you don't have people that are in the NFL, even Roger Goodell, that are doing you right, okay, it, it it is it, it's 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 just confusing. It it's not right, you know, Pete. It's not right. I mean, my goodness, it's not. I'm gonna tell you. Sometimes you know, I wonder if I can remember your name, or I wonder if I can you know, 
my my brain, okay, is not the same. And, and I'm so happy that, you know, Roger Goodell, just like that, I, I was just like thinking, I gotta, th- I gotta remember. I gotta remember Roger Goodell. Roger Goodell. You know that's not right. Yeah, it's not right. You know, and I haven't been that way all my life. You know, you know, I haven't been that way. I'm not. I wasn't the smartest little, uh, you know, cookie in the, in school. But you know what? I wasn't that way. And you know, I went through hours and hours of testing. And you know what? What happened, what happened, you know, is the the results that came out. Jason will tell you, hey, it wasn't, it wasn't Mark, you know, is a, you know, he, he doesn't have anything. My wife. My wife. Okay. She and I used to go around and do yard work. But you know what? She she does everything now for me. And you know what? I know, I swear to God. My church and everything, you know... I thank God, I thank God that I am the Lord of my life. You know, Pete? Seriously. Because I'll tell you, Pete, it's not good. It's not good. When I'm laying in bed until 3, 4, 5, it's not good. And then, there'll be days I get up and I'm good. You know, Pete, it's not. I'll tell you, Pete, and my wife will tell you. She she helps me get out of bed. You know what, Pete? And she'll help me remember names. But you know what, Pete? I used to think I was all that. I did. But you know what, Pete? I was nothing. You know why? Because of what happened to me, you know? And I'll tell you this much. The NFL's wrong. The NFL's wrong. They're wrong. I'm not telling them to give me zillions of dollars. I don't want zillions of dollars, Pete. I just want to be treated with respect. We'll have uh, more with Mark Gastineau. Uh, you'll hear from his wife, Joanne, and the hurdles that they've been asked to, to go through and, and what the Gastineaus are hoping for here and, and what the legal situation is, not just for, for Mark Gastineau who's speaking out, uh, on behalf of a number of retired players that have these physical issues that are going through um, you know the same situation. you hear from Jason Lugasevic as well coming up. We're back in the WOR Sports Zone with Pete McCarthy. Back with more from Jets legend Mark Gastineau joined us in studio on Tuesday. And his wife, Joanne, shared what the years since his diagnosis have been like and what the Gastineaus want from the NFL. I wasn't planning on, on speaking because my husband's the one that, you know, obviously played football and Jason's here to, to cover all this. But as his wife and maybe for other wives out there, 
My husband loves the NFL. He stands up for the NFL. He's, he's a representative. I stand up for the flag. We I stand, stand up, up for the flag. my hand over my heart. <laughs> Listen, yes, sir. And this wasn't to come here and say, you know, the NFL's bad and we want money. This, for me as a wife, when you go to a, a neurologist and you go for the test, we weren't, we didn't come into this for a lawsuit. It was the NFL that sent us a letter that there's a concussion settlement that he would be part of. That was like probably back in 2014. And they had said, you need to go to a board certified neurologist. And we went figuring we would hear that, you know, he suffers headaches, which yeah, he I always thought, did. Hey, I thought it was going to be good. I thought it was going to be okay. I'm sorry. And when it came back, dementia, Parkinson's, and Alzheimer, that's tough enough. We have the Lord. I trust in the Lord. I'm not trying to make this a religious thing because the Lord is in control and he will give us our strength. But when you're told this and the NFL is telling you we're going to help you and take care of you, and then one minute they're saying, yes, you have it, yes, you have the settlement, yes, the NFL doctors reviewed my husband's records. and now Eight hours. I'm sorry, honey. Eight <laughs> hours I went through. Nine hours. Nine hours I went through these tests. I went through nine hours straight. Oh, I had one little Wait, lunch break. My major point is, so that I don't get, I don't want to just keep rabble, you know, babbling on. My point is, now we've got another, we've got a roller coaster. It's bad enough we're going through this. You got a roller coaster. Just imagine being told by a doctor that you have this. Dealing with that's hard enough. And then being told, yes, we're here to help you. No, we can't help you. We want to help you. You have it. You don't have it. That roller coaster takes its toll on anybody. And my husband's energy level has tra- changed drastically. Just as he said, I'm not here for a sad story. We're just here to please get help. I need to help my husband so we can get him to the doctors and just live our lives and, and do what's ever best to help him. And I don't know what else to say. Well, what's your you know role in all this, Joanne? Because I know you know for the caretaker, the wife, it could be a lot of paperwork. You're, you're hustling down doctor appointments. I mean, what um, you know, what kind of, of role ha- have you taken on in all of this, and how much have you put into it emotionally and, and otherwise? Well, Jason gives us enough paperwork. <laughs> no, he doesn't. Doctor. No. <laughs> no. The well, when he first got his diagnosis, part of the the settlement is the NFL is also offering the players uh, uh, benefits called eighty-eight plan to help them with their medical bills. So the I don't want to go back to all the dates because it was a couple years ago, but when he first got all his the, his diagnosis, all you do what you're supposed to do through the settlement um, approval or the settlement plan, if you will, is just fill out an application now, give the doctor's report so that the NFL can approve that and then at least approve him for ben- you know health benefits. Well, that roughly was like an eight-month progress with them when we filled it out, with them you know sending us letters saying, no, you don't have it. Oh, no, we need a record. Oh, so we went through eight months of that of me filling out paperwork I mean, it's for whatever reason, the Lord's blessed me with the ability to do paperwork. They can send me as much as they want. It's fine. It's time-consuming, but it will get done. And so we had to go. And I have all this. I have documents of everything where we had to write a letter back, back and forth. And the NFL's 
88 plan committee, they have their own doctors, neurologists, who study my husband's and the other players' reports or their diagnosis. And after about eight months, they finally said, you know what, we absolutely positively agree with this. They were, they were questioning the dementia on it. They approved it after eight months, and they even went retroactive eight months back because they finally approved it, and they were questioning the dementia. So that was, you know, that was an, that was an accomplishment there. Now, the, our doctor, who's my husband's, we're very satisfied with, he's, we live in New Jersey, he's in Virginia, it's not that far of a ride, but it's the doctor that we like, and we have the benefits to cover the medical bills, that to go see the doctor, but we don't have the ability to be traveling for travel expenses, and it wasn't even a concern because we knew the NFL was going to offer a settlement, and then we would be able to go back and forth. Now they approve it. They said in October, yes, we had we looked over your records. It's approved, and they gave them a settlement amount. And then 30 days later, we get a notice from you know Jason that said that, no, now they're appealing it, but they're appealing it for Parkinson's. So, again, that's a roller coaster. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that's answering what you're you're asking me, but that's a major roller coaster because first I had to go over the dementia. They had to go through over 17 pa- papers of medical reports. And let me tell you something. When you're reading medical reports on your husband for dementia, Parkinson's, this is not a game. Yeah. This is We're not here. We The last thing we'd want to do is be here. Talk about Alzheimer's, dementia, and Parkinson's. We'd rather be home with our two dogs and saying, guess what? Hallelujah. We don't have a disease. Thank you, Lord. And praise God and help all the other players, and let's hope everybody gets better. But that's not the case. So what's your best outcome right now? What are you, what are you hoping comes to fruition here? I'm hoping that we can get some kind of settlement here so I can get him over to Dr. Peters, ASAP, so that... By seeing him, there's so many different, I haven't studied enough, but there, I'm sure there's other medications or treatments or studies or something to help him. He loves, you know, you know, going out and gardening or cleaning the house together or whatever it is. Jason Lugasevic is the Gastineau's lawyer in this case and represents many retired NFL players. Jason, there are over 20,000 registered former players as part of this settlement only 250 have received payable monetary awards as of March 5th. What's been your experience dealing with the NFL and trying to get money in the pockets of players that are in need? Well, thanks again, Pete, first of all, for having me on to help talk about it. And, you know, thanks uh, to Mark and Joanne for, and you just heard one of the greatest heroes of all time in New York just pour his heart and soul yeah. out to your audience. You know, they played a sport put their necks, their shins, their knees, everything on the line. And they knew that at any point in time, they could break their neck, they could break a bone, they could have crooked fingers like Mark has, some of those. But the one thing that they didn't know is that every time they banged their head and their head swirled around inside their brain, that it was causing damage, brain damage. You could call it CTE, you could call it concussive, you can call it subconcussive, you could call it whatever you want. But the reality of it is, is it's brain damage. And that brain damage is cumulative over time. 
And it's not just Mark. Pick any guy, any decade that played the game, as long as they did. And now what's happening is these players were all told by the NFL and by the lawyers who created this settlement that, hey, we're here for you. We finally have something that's going to work for you. All you have to do is show us some medical reports and some medical records, and we'll get you some financial help that you need. We'll get you to some doctors that you'll be able to see and care for. But the reality of that is, as you just read me those stats, 15,000, 20,000 people registered, and I think 160-some checks, maybe even 200 checks, have gone out the door over the course of 11, 12 months. That's sad. That's alarming. You could have probably picked those 200 names from a deceased data bank and knew that those people would be getting checks. But guys like Mark, who have seen some of the best experts in the country, are being drug around, head faked, so to speak. The whole way through gets an award from a neutral physician that looked at his claim then the NFL appeals and says, well, no, Mark doesn't have these issues. He doesn't have these problems. He doesn't fit within these categories. These same categories that we told everybody, we'll pay you for if you have these symptoms and these problems. But today we're not going to pay you because he just doesn't fit within this perfect box. And on top of that, the doctor that he saw saw about a couple other dozen guys, too. And we're going to look into this doctor to see if he did something fishy. What What does the NFL uh, want Mark to do in order to... Boy, I don't know at this point. I, I truly don't know. I mean, do they want him to see one of their doctors? Fine. Look at him. Come here today. Take a look at Mark. Listen to him. Talk to him. You could see it. I could see it. Am I missing something? So, so they want it's a matter of a, a certain doctor that they want, or are they not even clear as to what they need in order to? Because they're worried about fraud. They're worried, you know, that somebody could could cheat the system here somehow, boy, that, some way. Boy, that's irony. Fraud, a, an organization that frauded these players for decades is worried about the players frauding them. Wow, you talk about irony. I've never heard such irony before. You talk about an organization that went before our United States Congress and lied? That there's no such thing as CTE and they don't know the cause of it? When there were boxers in the 1920s that were diagnosed with what was called punch drunk, the same disease, the same pathological disease? There's no surprise here. You talk about an organization that commissioned a study with the United States military in 1969 to put on a symposia about football injuries and did helmet testing and brain testing and realized there was a problem and stopped those studies the year that paper was published? And they want to say the players are frauding them? Come spend a day with these guys. Do you think that they want to be telling future generations that they have these problems, that they want to come on the radio and cry to people? 
and say, this is what my life is like now? Do you think Mark wants that? He didn't sign up for that. Of course he doesn't want that. He doesn't want a destroyed family. I represent the Mike Webster family. I know what a tough, uh, what this disease can do to a family. And Mike has, Mike's family hasn't even been paid. You talk about patient zero of the NFL settlement. The person that everybody knows. Mike may be the most historic football player of all time. He was the nicest guy. He was the And nicest. you know why he's going to be the most historic football player of all time? Because he died of a disease that became the disease of football. And that's what this is, and that's uh, that's where we're at. How many players are in a situation like Mark right now? Oh, I'm I'm certain that there are hundreds of other individuals that are waiting for payment or being denied or being put on hold. Now, Pete, right there is the first time I even knew how many people. I don't know. That's not... That's not the thing. It's just that I want the NFL to treat people right. Pete, they got to. They have to. The commissioner has to. He told me. He goes, listen, Mark, I'll, you know what? Anything, you, you know what? You need anything, let me know. He was my ball boy. Mm. I treated him great. He told me. Hey, Roger Goodell. Three people right. Roger Goodell, and this is one for him. Roger Goodell, you at the football game at the New York Jets. We were in a, in a my wife will witness it. He told me, and he knows that he was, I, he was my ball boy. I want to hold you to your promise, Roger Goodell. I want to hold you to your promise, Roger Goodell. You said anything I need, I want the players to be treated right. Have you tried to reach out to him directly since then? I called. Yeah. We called. You know what? There's no one that gets that big. You know what? When I was big, I thought I was nothing. But when I was big, I treated him good. He's big now. You know what? Treat us good. Treat the NFL good. Treat the NFL players that have these things, concussion. Am I right? All right, Mark. Jason, Joanne, thanks so much for uh, coming in today. We, uh... All right, Mark Astineau with his story. We'll react when we come back. Uh, 800-321-0710, the number. Uh, it's the Sports Zone with Pete McCarthy on The Voice of New York, 710-WOR. We're back in the WOR Sports Zone with Pete McCarthy. All right, back here in the sports zone. You just heard uh, from Mark Gastineau, uh, the one-time sack record holder in a a single season. Of course, um, you know, terrific Jet, part of the the sack exchange, and uh, you know his his story and his fight. And it's not just him; it is plenty of NFL players, uh, retired players who are suffering from you know whether it be uh, dementia, Alzheimer's, uh, the effects of CTE, which cannot be diagnosed until. 
until uh, after death for these players, but uh, at least at this point, technologically. Uh, but they're getting the runaround. And this is something, it was about 2013 that uh, there was originally a settlement between the retired players and the NFL, and uh, that was haggled exactly how much money it would be over the next few years. About a year and a half ago, uh, it was pretty well cemented how the system was going to work. And to this point, uh, 20,000 plus players are, are part of the registered settlement class members and only 250 have been paid monetary awards and you can go to nflconcussionsettlement.com for for the stats uh you know nearly 1700 players have you know put in claim packages um and it's been a it's been a trickle and you hear you know the kind of runaround where you you are diagnosed you're dealing with these issues of your mind uh, you know as well as physically but your mind and uh to be given that kind of runaround you know these nfl players I and mean, it's it is ridiculous and um you know the nfl uh you know has said and, and other stories have been written about this and, and as far as i know this is the first time a player has really stepped forward and, and it hasn't been a lawyer talking but a player discussing you know what the situation has been and, and what their life is like right now um you know this is um you know, it, it's problematic, and and it's something that you know Gasino said is wrong. Uh, the NFL, and you know, something that you'd like to see, obviously justified here, and and to see, um, you know, it fixed, and and the players be able to get the benefits that they need. This isn't to buy, you know, a new house for a lot of these, you know, families and players going through this. this is to try to get you know, the best medical help. And you hear his wife Joanne discussing, you know, trying to you know get involved in some some studies or you know whatever can help out and help the quality of life uh and you know mark gassino is not an old man he's 61 years old it's not um you know he's not the physical issues that you know a great athlete and someone of his age should be should be dealing with at this point so it's incredibly sad and it's something again uh that's happening throughout the league and and mark was brave enough to speak out about it and share his uh you know day-to-day tearfully uh during the interview and you hope that you know, there's a, a positive resolution again for not only him but the other players here that you know are are in need, and you know there's a reason that you know the settlement was agreed to, and and to get the runaround. I mean, think about players. If you don't have, you know, a, a wife or, or someone, you know, like Mark has Joanne to to help him out and assist him, and you know, even the the lawyers to to some degree, but. You need to have somebody who can fill out that paperwork, who can bring you to the doctor's appointment, who can, you know, get you diagnosed in the first place. And if you're dealing with dementia or brain issues and you don't have that kind of support system built in, how are you possibly supposed to, you know, deal with this kind of runaround and roller coaster, as uh, his wife Joanne called it? So. You know, while you know it's easy to say and see the headline up, oh, retired players get their money. This has been the case, um, you know, a year and a half out, uh, as uh, you know, not not many of these families have gotten, you know, the help that uh, that they need. Eight hundred three two one zero seven ten. The number again, again eight hundred three two one zero seven ten. It's the Sports Zone with Pete McCarthy on the Voice of New York seven ten W O R. You're in the W O R Sports Zone with Pete McCarthy. All right, back here on the show, 800-321-0710, uh, the number to get involved. Let's go to Mary in Huntington Station. How are we doing tonight, Mary? Hi, Pete. How are you? Good. Well, that was a great interview, extremely touching. 
Um, Mark Gastineau and his wife, Joanne, are to be credited greatly for bringing this to the public's attention and the attorney for, you know, working so hard on their behalf. Um, I have two points that I would like to bring up concerning the NFL. Mm-hmm. Um, I would love it. I don't know if anyone would come on the air from the NFL, but I would love it if someone would come on and talk from their point of view as to why things were promised and are now, you know, they're backpedaling now. I'd like to hear from them and not standard talking points. Um, I'd also like to find out. And we'll work on that, Mary, yes. I would love it, Pete, because you could really give it to them. Um, I would also like to find out, now that we know the injuries that are happening to these players, Mm -hmm. Um, what are they doing, if anything? I don't know if they could design a helmet that would protect them better. They've but done plenty. The they've done a lot. I mean, it'll never be enough, Mary. But they've yes, the technology has improved. They have reduced the practice time for the players. Uh, they've obviously changed plenty of the rules in the game to prevent those big hits that uh, we'd often see with defenseless receivers and even you know on turnovers if, if a guy's not uh, you know is blindsided by a hit. Uh, you know, it hit the quarterback in the head anymore. They have changed a lot of the rules, but the nature of the sport is still, especially in the line play, you have giant men running into giant men and and you know running their heads into each other, play after play after play. So it, it, the game will never be fully safe. But one thing that's interesting about Mark is he 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 still you know wouldn't say to you know a young person don't play. He would say, well, go to USA Football, the Heads Up program. And and when he came on last year, he talked about it at length. Uh, that you know he thinks that there is a, a safer way to play the game. But you know my personal opinion is I, I don't think it can ever be a hundred percent safe in that way. I agree with you, <laughs> and, and that's what the studies bear out as well. I mean. Um, you know, it's not, and thanks for calling in, Mary, uh, but, you know, even for, uh, you know, that CTE study, for example, 111 NFL brains studied, 110 of them have CTE, and you can only diagnose CTE after death. But the college players, it was a very high percentage as well. I don't have the numbers in front of me. Uh, high school players, I believe it was under 50%, but it was still you know, a, a lot. And, and granted, the brains that are studied are brains that of people, individuals that, that had trouble where, you know, their family or they themselves decided, hey, I want to donate my brain to this cause to find out if I had CTE. So that is going to skew the numbers somewhat. But when in the NFL's case, you hear 110 out of 111, my goodness. Um, so, yes, you know, the, the runaround is, is what it sounds like. And, and maybe this is, you know, common in, in settlements, but... Uh, you know, in this case, you know, it, it's been so often over the years, hey, you know, retired players up, oh, they're getting taken care of now. You see the headline and, you know, 700 plus billion uh, or million dollars and then, you know, over a billion dollars uh, going to these players and it hasn't reached it yet. Thus far, the NFL has paid out a quarter billion dollars, uh, $250 million to about 250 players that have received. But, uh, you know, there are still so many players that are... Um, you know, in the same situation as Mark Gastineau and and his family. So, um, you know, again, uh, something that you hope works out, and we'll continue, you know, on this story and, uh, you know, try to, you know, hear back from the NFL, and, um, you know, we'll see, you know, how this gets uh, picked up, you know, in the coming days and months as well. Um, 
But again, if you missed uh, the interview with Mark Gastineau, again, check it out on our website. Uh, it'll be up there shortly, 710WOR.com. And, uh, you know, very, very emotional, certainly. Um, tomorrow night on the show, we will have a hockey legend with us. Stan Fischler is going to be uh, stepping away from the TV side of things, at the very least with MSG. And uh, Fischler will join us tomorrow at 6.35. So we'll have uh, some fun with Stan, a, a New York hockey legend, uh, tomorrow night. Also, uh, from a Mets perspective, huge start for Steven Matz, who has really had a, a tough go of it thus far this spring. You know, his last two outings, five outs and ten runs allowed. So it'll be a big outing for him as he tries to right the ship and get some results. It's uh, at Lakeland against the Tigers. Uh, so we'll be talking about that tomorrow within the show in our next uh, Mets broadcast here on 710 WOR. will be Sunday afternoon when they take on the Astros at 105. So uh, some of what is coming up tomorrow uh, here on the show starting up at, at 605 but thanks so much uh, for joining tonight thanks again to, to Mark Gastineau his wife Joanne as well as lawyer Jason Lukasevic for coming in studio earlier this week and sharing their story thanks to Seth Lugo it was a lot of fun tonight the Mets pitcher as well as Tim Healy uh, Newsday beat reporter covering the Mets for Ray Martell Mark Wiener and Joba Boots Curse, who, who contributed greatly uh, to the Mark Gastineau interview as well uh, I'm Pete McCarthy enjoy your night Dave Ramsey's coming up next you 